0: What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Making Podcasts Great Again. I am your tech stuff guy, Nog, and we are here, of course, with the President of the United States of America, Mr. Donald J. Trump. Mr. President, it's a special day today. You've been looking forward to it. You emailed me today. I've never received an email from you in, I think, the two plus years we've been doing this. You must be very excited for tonight's episode.
1: Excited is probably, it's a, it's, you have tough feelings. There's tough feelings that it is. It is a celebration aspect of celebrating a great life. And also, you know, some strong sadness. It's called great mourning. When you realize you've lost a great friend, it was one year today, one year ago today that the great Jeff Epstein definitely took his own life. Do you think so? It was, I mean, unless, not if you're talking about me or Bill Barr, but if you're talking about the Clintons, maybe not. But assuming it wasn't Democrats, he definitely did not get set up and murdered because of information that he had. So it's a very sad loss. Excuse me. It's a sad loss. He was a great friend. And, you know, the blacks, when John Lewis had his thing, the blacks, they call it a homecoming. You know, the, the funeral, it's... Home meaning heaven, the homecoming, right? And with with you know to honor Jeff Epstein and his life and the way he lived his life, we just call it a coming.
0: <laughs> How do you spell it?
1: Well, there's many ways to spell it. Obviously, in different cultures and in different activities, uh, the point is it's a coming, and you know it's not a homecoming, but it's you know Jeff Epstein. That's what I think he would like to be remembered as. Now, I'm, I'm
0: going to get into that coming in one second, Mr. President, but I just want to let, you know and remind you that on August 31st, in, Monday excuse night. Excuse me.
1: You're interrupting yes. the Jeff Epstein Memorial coming tribute of celebration party <laughs> to talk about some promotion.
0: No, well, we didn't really get into it. We were introducing the podcast, and we talked about the email that you sent me today. You were very excited, and then you already went into the Jeff Epstein celebration, um, I don't know, memorial party. The Jeff, It's the uh, official
1: title is the Jeff Epstein Memorial Celebration of Coming Celebration. <laughs> I like that. It's a great title. <laughs> but... <laughs>
0: Before we, we get into it, I just wanted to okay, make your
1: announcement. Okay. I'll give you this one break, but the truth is it's already showing great disrespect for the great Jeff Epstein.
0: I, I apologize, Jeff Epstein, but August 31st, Mr. President, we are going to be at the stress factory in New Jersey, Monday night, 730 for a live podcast recording. It's going to be social distance, outdoor seating under a 10. It's, it, the place is awesome so that's august 31st stressfactory.com for tickets and we appreciate all the ratings and reviews that are coming in and we apologize for putting two episodes of the same episode of um this past episode last week up but itunes i don't know what's going on they're trying to take us down but deep we had to put state it's called
1: up. the deep state
0: yeah so we had to put another episode up. So uh, our apologies for that. But keep the ratings and reviews coming in; it only just makes us go up the charts and gives us more power in this game of podcasts. So appreciate I will say everyone. this:
1: I will say this at the Great Stress Factory show, which you know I anticipate being a strong sellout. It should it should sell out. We're calling it a Ben Carson because we're going to sell out, and. We might have a bag of goods from the uh, Trump store. There might be a bag of goods that have been featured in some of my YouTube videos that we may auction off to, you know, women with sexual skills or maybe just give away as sort of thank yous. We'll see. It might be some sort of a combination of the two.
0: Would you autograph any of the items, Mr. President?
1: I would would consider autographing, uh, you know one, maybe two items, All right. you know, well, that... or cleavage, you know, you remember when they like sort of rock stars, I might, you know, if, if, if anybody wants their cleavage presidentially signed, I'll do it.
0: Melania would not be upset that you're signing other women's cleavage.
1: As long as I just do it in Sharpie and not creamsicle. <laughs> you but know, it really well, did. for new listeners, the, cre- you know what the creamsicle is. It's when the big orange Cheeto gets happy. <laughs>
0: Now, Mr. President, we were, what was the name of the, the Jeff Epstein? The Jeff
1: Epstein Memorial Celebration of Coming Celebration.
0: <laughs> That's right. Now, today is the one-year anniversary, and you, you recently did an interview, and they asked you about Jeffrey Epstein, and you said he could have been murdered. You don't know. Possible suicide. Really, you're not sure. Now, What do you really, I know you're not in this real interview right now. We're on the podcast. What do you think really happened?
1: I'm not sure what happened. Obviously he was somebody with a lot of power and a lot of talent. I only know what didn't happen. I did not instruct Bill Barr to loosen security at his prison and have a fellow inmate strangle him to death. That's the only thing that I know that did not occur. So there might have been, you know, there, there's there's so many people who want to attack talented men. You know, it might have been who know, It might have been the Me Too movement. They might have said, "Oh, Jeff Epstein, he, he was so successful with the ladies. We want to, we want to put him, we want to, you know, stop him from being so successful as a ladies' man." Uh, so that maybe the Me Too people, the Me Too people, you know, they're very nasty. Some of them It
0: might President, have been Black
1: would... Lives Matter. It might have been Black Lives Matter.
0: Wait, you're describing him as a ladies' man? Is that, what you just called Jeffrey Epstein a ladies' man?
1: This guy, okay, and I, you know, you, you know me. I, I do tremendously well with the women. And I couldn't compete with Jeff Epstein. The guy, he never, he was, he never stopped. He just never stopped. It was impressive, <laughs> you know.
0: But there His are favorite
1: lots- song, remember that song from Pulp Fiction? Uh, You'll Be a Woman Soon? Remember that one? Yes. It was his favorite song.
0: He played all the time.
1: <laughs> it was like the soundtrack. It was you know, I think he had it sort of programmed into the house. When he opened just, the like, front door, just started opened the playing front door and then girl, you'll be a woman soon. And you know, none of the none of the women he brought home had ever heard of pulp fiction because they hadn't been born yet. But the point is, you know, they they respected his talent and and they they clearly loved him tears of joy i saw so many tears of joy in the faces of all the, the lovely women that jeff epstein uh had it was it was you know it was it was a life taken too soon Oi he took himself but it was a life gone too soon because he was such a bright light of talent and you know just charisma he had great charisma it's called charisma
0: do you remember the first time you met Jeffrey Epstein and hung out with them. Can you tell us about that time?
1: Well, yes. I, you know, that's, thank you. You know, this is what I was, you know, what's your name?
0: My name is Jay.
1: Okay. Jeff, this is Jeff. I mean, I think it's great that they sent somebody named Jeff (laughs) on this episode. I think the tech stuff agency has finally gotten it correct. I actually detail this on my great album. Okay. Number one album, by the way, was called Fireside Craps, The Deuce. I talked about this on the album, the first time I met Jeff Epstein. So I was at a party, of course. He was a very charismatic sort of social guy. And I was a party, at a party at his house. And I was looking. There were a lot of lovely women. And, you know, he always had it catered very strongly. And I headed upstairs looking for the bathroom. And I walked in on Jeff Epstein with a woman. And I said woman? woman he was he was in the room privately you know I was looking for the bathroom and I said what's going on in here and he said I'm just doing a prostate exam and I looked at him and said do 14 year old girls even have (laughs) prostates and we laughed we laughed so strongly and I knew I had made a great friend. I had made a great friend because now clearly not only was he a wealthy, talented guy, he had medical knowledge. He had strong medical knowledge because he was telling me about how well he knew the anatomy. So I said to him, "You know, a hey, uh, what's what's where's the bathroom in this great house?" And he said, "Well, if you just go back into the orgy downstairs, there's a woman who will let you use her as a bathroom." And she did. She did. She allowed me to do that. It was a very sort of open party. And, you know, from there we had a strong bond. We formed a strong bond, you know, you know, when he just a talented guy, a very talented guy. So that's actually when I first gave a eulogy for uh, the great Jeff Epstein. It was on my album, Fireside Crap's the Deuce.
0: What, What do you miss most about Jeffrey?
1: Well, if you've seen the videos of us at parties, so funny. You, you never see me laugh. I know I can be honest, we're on the podcast. I don't laugh a lot at things anymore because I'm in a very serious job. President. It's called president. Of course. And excuse me. And <laughs> he would we would make each other laugh because he was such a free spirit. He was such a you know, you feel comfortable around a guy like that who seems so powerful and talented, and wealthy, and, and yet he was still so at ease. It was, he, had the, he had the kind of spirit of someone who thought, the law will never charge me with crimes. Like, he had that kind of carefree spirit. Like, if they charge me, I'll make deals with the prosecutors because I have videotapes of them. Like, he had that kind of carefree spirit. I'm not like saying that that's... No, like a criminal who knew he couldn't get caught. That's a different level of sort of... Freedom. He was, he was free. He was free. That's, you know, that's the way I would describe him. And I, 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 I found that energy, that strong freedom. That, that's where I actually became so interested in freedom. That's why you see me talking about freedom and, and choice and liberty. It was Jeff Epstein, the way he lived his life. He was so free. He wouldn't let anybody tell him what to do. Like somebody says, no, don't do that. He'd say, I'm doing it. And he lived his life that way, you know, from the bedroom to the boardroom, he never took no for an answer. And, you know, I was gonna work on a book with him called From the Bedroom to the, to the Boardroom, never take no for an answer. And then, you know, Bill Barr definitely didn't loosen his security parameters and allow a fellow prisoner to choke him to death, that did not happen. So we lost him so quickly and so, it's just too soon, so much talent. Mr. And President, so tonight, tonight the point is tonight when we're done with the podcast, you know we have a special sort of celebration planned. We can talk about it later, but uh, a sort of just you know because when a man has lived a great life, not like John Lewis, I'm talking a really great life.
0: <laughs> John Lewis was a you need to honor, American hero, Mr. President, for civil rights. Come on.
1: Well, he was an African American hero. You should give him, you know, should spell it out. He wasn't an American hero. He was an African American hero.
0: He was still American.
1: No, no, he was also American.
0: Right. But he really both, I mean, but he was American first.
1: Well, you know, if he's American first, then why isn't it (laughs) American-African?
0: You Got a good point
1: there. Jeff Epstein, you know, was...
0: American-American?
1: Rapist-American. He was just... I mean, that, I mean that metaphorically. I mean that in that never take no for an answer spirit, in the spirit. He had, a, he, he was, he had the spirit of a sexual offender, but, you know, a very good guy. Rest in power.
0: Before we move on from this, I have one last question about it. What is your favorite memory of you and Jeff Epstein? All time. All time.
1: I would say it's not a funny one. It's not a funny story. Okay. But you know, I, I, attended a party with him and, uh, I brought Ivanka who was 16 at the time and it, but still, I mean a diet, just a killer body. Okay. Even at that age, <laughs> you could tell there was just so much, I wouldn't even say potential. I would say she was so close to reaching her potential. Yeah. The way LeBron James was sort of a great basketball I mean, I don't like him. He's sort of a you know, Black Lives Matter Democrat. But you, you understand he was a tremendous sort of high school player. Yes. You knew he was going to be – you could see that kind of talent in Ivanka. The legs, were, the legs went on forever, okay? The lips, the soft lips, the long blonde – hair just a tremendous overall package. And I knew that at Jeff Epstein's, you know, there were often many young women – Okay. And, you know, so they, they, she'd have something and she'd be able to talk to them. And, and daddy could talk with Jeff Epstein and talk great business. And Jeff Epstein, uh, approached me and he said something about Ivanka. You know, he said, who's, who's that that you brought in? And I said, Ivanka. And he didn't yet know that that was the name of my daughter. He just thought it was, you know, sort of a beautiful young model. And he said, would you bring her down to my basement? And I know what goes on in his basement, okay? And I looked at him and I said, that's my daughter. And he said, I apologize. I I had no idea. And I knew he had great respect at that point, you know? And he looked at me and he said, do you want to go down to the basement with her? And that's when I knew... (laughs) this was somebody who understood me on a deeper level that I didn't realize. And so that wasn't a funny story. And I didn't, of course I didn't, I didn't. That's okay? good.
0: That's good.
1: No, I might, you know, different, we were there to talk business. So if it was a different occasion, you know I mean? We might've <laughs> looked around the basement to see what was down there, you know, cause okay. I do great real estate. So I like to see the, the full property, but it showed me that Jeff Epstein r- respected the family, that he had great respect for me and for, family and from that moment on we had many laughs and many great parties but that showed me he had great respect and that's why we honor him that's why we honor the great jeff epstein
0: well mr president speaking of the honoring of jeffrey epstein we have a great sponsor just like the great jeffrey epstein this week and that is betonline.ag
1: jeff epstein he loved to gamble maybe not in casinos but he sure lived with a gambler's spirit, he rolled the dice so often.
0: Well, Mr. President, sports are coming back. They are back. And so is your chance to bet on them with our exclusive wagering partner, betonline.ag. Major League Baseball's back. We have hockey playoffs basketball playoffs. Everything is in full swing. There's no shortage of ways to get in on the action. BetOnline has all the odds, futures, and props for you to bet on. And as sports starts to return, there's some special things on BetOnline.ag. They sat down with Eddie George from the NFL, Robert Horry, seven-time NBA champ, and Harold Reynolds from Major League Baseball. And they wanted to talk about this thing called Fandemic with no fans in the stands. So you get to hear what they think about this whole thing of pandemic? Visit betonline.ag today to check out all the odds and up-to-date sports news. Don't forget to sign up and take advantage of all the welcome back to sports bonuses. Also, you can play casino games like poker and bet on video games as well. BetOnline, your online wagering experts. Now, Mr. President, it brings me to Mount Rushmore. Now, there are rumors that the White House reached out to South Dakota about how you can get on Mount Rushmore. Can you tell us why your people reached out?
1: Fake news. It's total fake news, okay? And I'm, you know, you built, excuse me, you built up a lot of strong goodwill with the first segment. Very respectful to Jeff Epstein. But here's the thing. I didn't I didn't ask to be on Mount Rushmore, okay? What I asked was, I referred... Have you seen the governor of South Dakota?
0: Um, not recently, no.
1: Can we go off the podcast record?
0: Yeah, one second. We're off.
1: She's a hot piece of ass. She's like a tall fit. She looks like a... You know, she looks like one of these women that got divorced at 47 and, and got very hardcore into sort of Pilates and soul cycle. This woman does I got not you. look... I didn't know they made women like this in South Dakota. Okay. Okay. So I call her Rushmore cause that's the only thing we know from South Dakota is Rushmore, <laughs> right? Nobody, there's 15 people in, in, in South Dakota. So I called her governor Rushmore and then I saw her in person and I saw this body, this just strong fit body. And I said, how can I Mount Rushmore? <laughs> so it was totally not about my face on Mount Rushmore. Okay. It was totally something much more respectful.
0: Okay. So you don't want to be, you don't want to be on Mount Rushmore.
1: If people want to put me on Mount Rushmore, that's great. But the point was I wanted to Mount Rushmore.
0: I know. I understand that now. I understand it was total miscommunication, but I am talking about Mount Rushmore that features George Washington, if, Thomas here's Jefferson. The,
1: okay, here's the thing. If, yes. if the governor, if governor Rushmore, okay. Soul cycle, if she wants to put me on Mount Rushmore, I'll accept. I'll accept very strongly. But my main concern was if melatonin doesn't come with me to this South Dakota rally, can I Mount Rushmore? Right.
0: now, Whatever, everybody... a, name,
1: whatever a name is. We just call it like it's a code name. We call it Rushmore.
0: I understand that. Now I think the American people understand that you weren't trying to get on Mount Rushmore. You were actually trying to mount someone you thought was. Exactly. Rushmore. And
1: that's, and but, she said, no, she said, no, but she was sort of coy about it. So she might be, you know, maybe she wants to bargain for the uh, vice president. People have been talking about maybe replacing big game Mike Pence. So now I call her Mount Rush whore. <laughs> no. no. Because it's tra- it seems like it's transactional that's that's what I mean.
0: Now, did she say you couldn't mount her or she wouldn't put you on Mount Rushmore with George Washington Thomas Jefferson, Abe Lincoln Theodore Roosevelt? What, which well, no, mount- there was
1: no there was no discussion of being put on Mount Rushmore. you know okay. that was that's the fake news. I said I would accept it if they ever decided to do that of course. Because it would be a great – would you agree it would be a great honor to be added to Mount Rushmore? Tremendous. We are very strong and powerful also. Mm -hmm. But I would say the main point of the conversation was to gauge, you know, how bad she wanted to be vice president. You know, because I can tell you, Mike Pence, I think we don't have to get into what he'd do to keep his job.
0: (laughs) You would Mount Rushmore if he was Rushmore.
1: He would – I don't know. There's, I don't think there's much that he wouldn't do. (laughs) And, you know, remember Forrest Gump's mom and Forrest Gump, when she keeps him in school, like he's got that kind of, that kind of dedication, but no, I wanted to find out if the hot governor, if the, the toned, very toned, uh, you know, if she was sort of interested in being vice president and then to see how interested with, of course, the most interested that she could be would be if she allowed me to Mount Rushmore.
0: I understand now and now the American people understand that Right. You were so not they understand asking to be on Mount Rushmore to- you were asking to mount someone named exactly.
1: Rushmore. Exactly. I someone I refer to as code name Rushmore. But right. the now we've changed it. We've changed it was Rushmore at the time it was Rushmore but now that I think I have a chance you know whores do it transactional sex yes. work that's what the libs call them. So no the point is I have great respect for our country and it wasn't about being added to the great monument it was about defiling a female governor
0: understood i want to ask you when we first want to congratulate you on your doing with covid uh your numbers are getting to where you want them to be what is it five million right now
1: we are just we passed five million cases so we're halfway to a beautiful thing they call diamond 10 million is called diamond
0: Yes, and so you're more than halfway there and a 1,000 dying a day. How do you feel about a 1,000 dying a day?
1: Honestly, I think we could probably do stronger.
0: What numbers are you thinking?
1: Well, you know, better numbers. I think we could do better numbers.
0: As high as
1: 2,000 a day? Well, what do you think is, should we be doing – you know, I like to have big numbers, but should we, we should probably have less, I think. I think we're aiming for less death.
0: Yes, you are aiming for less death. I would shoot for zero. I think that would be a good number to shoot for.
1: Well, not everybody's nice, I think, that gets it. So, you know, if, you know we'll see. We'll look into people. And we'll see if, you know, some people that we want. We want a lot of people, you know, very strongly to live. But, you know, some people, you know, maybe not. That'd
0: be okay. Okay. Too. that's One question about COVID. In New York City right now, restaurants are not allowed to be open. They don't know when restaurants are going to be open for indoor seating. But we are allowed to open schools and have children sit in a classroom for six hours versus someone eating dinner in a restaurant for one hour. Can you explain that?
1: Yes. Schools are so important and we have to get the kids out. There's, you have elementary school kids overdosing on Flintstone vitamins because they're so <laughs> depressed at home. It's called an epidemic. We have you know, the chewables and the gummies. You know, they're choking to death on the gummy vitamins because they're so depressed there. Have you, you heard? I saw this on OAN the other day. There is an epidemic of our great elementary school kids. They're ODing on the Flintstone vitamins. We got to get them back I, to school for the men, It's called the mental health, strong mental health.
0: I did not read that. Um, I, I got to research that. I did not see that elementary school children are, are ODing on Flintstone vitamins. I'm going to have to look at you know, the ones that.
1: with iron. You know, sometimes they'll say on the package with iron and now that's the new thing. That's, you know, it's, it's, it's the oxy for the, uh, for the under seven crowd.
0: So Flintstone vitamins are the oxy for the under 10? It's
1: called Yabba Dabba
0: Death. <laughs> that's a great name. Yabba yeah, Dabba Death. Uh, <laughs> that's what's said when you overdose on Flintstone vitamins?
1: Well, that's what we're calling it now. It's a, that's why we have to get our great children back to school. It's called Back to School for great mental health, for great education and learning and words. They need to learn their words and their math numbers and sharing. You know, a lot of people teach sharing as well. So it's, you know, right now they're just at home, you know, looking at TikTok videos until we ban it and just, you know, some of them are crushing up the Flintstone vitamins and snorting them to get the, you know, the, the quicker hit.
0: So basically – if we lose someone to Flintstone vitamins, they suffered a yabba-dabba death.
1: No. no. It just means they died. We're calling the whole the whole epidemic yabba-dabba death.
0: Oh, so yabba death is just every child who's doing it is overdosing on Flintstone vitamins. I understand. Mr. President you um you 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 passed your cognitive test flying colors incredible yes and this past week you were doing a speech and you mispronounced two words and i sent
1: you you no there was no no there was one of the words i did not mispronounce and one of them there was a miscommunication
0: Okay, well, I, I sent you a list of words. Do you have the list of words in right, front of so you? Right, so this is
1: like your version of a podcast, cog, a cog, a podcast, cogcast, a cog cast.
0: Yeah, a, a cognitive cast, kind of, yes. And it's, it's going to be about just, all you have to do is, is read the word correctly. That's it.
1: Okay, and you'll, you know, you can obviously verify the strong things that I say for the crowd. Yes. For so our if great pigas.
0: Yes, and there are one, two, three, four, five, seven words. If you can read the first word for me.
1: Okay. Please. Well, the first one's obviously RuPaul.
0: You do it one more time, please.
1: RuPaul. RuPaul. Right? Was it, was it pronounced? Okay. This is like a name. I've heard it said RuPaul, but I don't, you, you're going to probably catch me and say it's RuPaul, or some kind of like fancy way of saying it. But RuPaul no, is how I'm saying it. It's rural.
0: Rural. There's it's no P in there. It's just two R's. It's Rural
1: not familiar you're gonna
0: you're gonna do better Let, let's let's the the second word i think you got this one
1: well well the second one we're very familiar with it's uh it's <laughs> oh no i okay well i was you know there's a lot of words a lot of words you gave me so no this one is uh pancake Panquake. 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 it's called what pan-quake? is a pancake What's a panquake? I want to know what. No, no, I'm Since not saying I know. You know, I have a great cognitive, ah. but I'm saying you're asking me to read the words, not that. Okay. You know, I'm not no some. I'm not some thirteen-year-old with forty-eight consonants in his name trying to win the spelling bee. <laughs> I'm just reading what you wrote for me, so it's panquake.
0: Oh, that, that's 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 penguin penguin. You know the little birds that are black and white and of in North well, Pole. Well, li- we
1: don't like that too much. <laughs> okay. Try but, try. But, but, Pick one. Pick one penguin. Okay, stop being biracial. (laughs) I call them Obama birds. (laughs) Those those biracial penguins. Okay. How about how about the third word? Squirrel. Squirrel. You know, like probably does he rap with pharrell? Squirrel. (laughs) That's an easy one.
0: It's the closest. It's, it's a squirrel. It's a squirrel. A squirrel. Well, you, know, well, I, the, you know little
1: No, I know what they are No, they're the bushy tailed rats. I know what they yes. are. But they yes. No, I'm, I'm very familiar. But squirrel, it's called squirrel. you know, you're saying squirrel, that's just that's that's uh, you know, sort of tomato tomato. You know, you can pronounce it different ways.
0: Okay. Well we'll give you that one then. Okay. We'll give you that one. Can you pronounce this is kind of a review question. Can you pronounce the fourth word, please?
1: Yosemite. <laughs> it's, it's, it's close to how you pronounced it the other day. Act- excuse me, Yosemite. It's right there. Yosemite. Yosemite. It's, n- it's not
0: Yosemite. It's it's a national park, Yosemite.
1: I'll I'll tell you what I'm anti-Yosemite right now. <laughs>
0: I think I have confidence in you for the, for the next one. Next one, this is all you, Mr. President.
1: It, well, it's thermos.
0: Thermos. <laughs> I don't even see a TH at the beginning. The TH is in the middle. It's called an isthmus, and that is when a piece of land acts like a bridge connecting two other pieces of land surrounded by water. So that's an isthmus. Yes.
1: Oh, so sort of like Melania at those uh, requiem for a dream parties, we would go to where she'd be sort of in the middle. Well, anyway, we don't have to get into that. (laughs) Exactly. Um, Well, I saw a thermos. Do you know what a thermos is? Maybe you don't know what a thermos is. It's a, it's like you put strong beverages in it and you can then use it to drink. It can, you know, it's kind of like it holds the drink and then you can also drink out of it. It's sort of, it's as if, if a bottle was also a glass. Slim. Yes. You know, so it's a very versatile sort of container, strong. It's a very strong beverage holder.
0: And you take it on the go. Very strong.
1: Thermos. So thermos. Yes. We're agreed. Thermos.
0: Thermos. So you got two of them. Not, that's not bad. These are tough words. Can you give me, we have two more left. What's the next word here? It's well, This is word.
1: insulting. It's insulting. Chair. Okay. <laughs> uh,
0: it's uh, it's actually it's actually choir. <laughs> it's, it's, you it's, it's you
1: have almost all the letters that would make chair. Except the O. No, no, no. You misspelled chair. That's your fault. You misspelled chair. It's clearly supposed to be chair. You
0: you know what, Mr. President, you're right again. That's my mistake. Just like the speechwriter, I should have changed that No,
1: now that I see, I I just assumed you misspelled it because what you wrote, you know, is chore, what kids have to do. (laughs) But it's not spelled that way. So you, you, you you actually failed twice because you were either going for chair. That's false. Or for chore, which is also not spelled correctly. So, you know, you're o for 2 on that one. But no, I'm going with chair. Okay.
0: Um, that's another. That was my mistake on that one. This is the last one. Another review question.
1: What's, what's, what is it? The
0: last word.
1: Oh, the after chair. Yeah, after chair. Okay. The, last, the last word. Oh, okay. No, we it's very strong. Okay. It's heil and heil and like in other words, you know, if you were saying hello to somebody or oh, heil I, s- someone right. and Who's someone on else. No, 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 no. Oh. Heil and have a good day. You know, like that's when they when they used to say hello to Hitler. They only show you the one kind, like Heil Hitler. But sometimes some of the people he knew would say Heil and have a nice day. So the end, it's a Heil end.
0: Uh, close. Uh, that was the one that you. Um, it's Thailand. <laughs> Thailand is, is the word that's high highland for related oh, Heil, to Hitler. I don't well, even know. I see know.
1: Heil end.
0: Yeah, it's 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 Thailand. But,
1: well, but, okay, but you, that's you, of course. Missed, you did you a know. great job, though. It's actually called Thailand. If okay. that's what, if you're going for the the country, it's called Thailand.
0: Thailand. What is your favorite? Do you like Thai food or do you like Chinese food better?
1: You know what I like? I like Amer- strong American food. Okay. Like hamburgers. Hamburgers.
0: Okay. <laughs> See, you never get Thai food. Okay.
1: No, nope, just with a I just get a nice drink of Kofefe in my uh in my thermos.
0: Okay. <laughs> well you you did great on on this cognitive uh reading test. Good job, Mr. President. I don't know Thank what you. everyone's saying.
1: Yeah, I don't I mean you you see you, you can see it right now. You saw it for mm-hmm. yourself. As you know, I read very strongly.
0: First hand. Mr. President, we have we have one more piece of news left and you are you're you're debating To do your acceptance speech either at the white house or at gettysburg what do you think you're going to decide on
1: no well this is again fake news not the the white house is you know it's not illegal but some people are saying that traditionally you don't do something like that so i you know i respect tradition very strongly but no it wasn't gettysburg it was ginsburg i was going to do this speech The next time she goes into the hospital, I was going to sit on her and give the speech there so that I show them that we're going to have another Supreme Court justice opening. You know, so we're kind of combining many things. So no, it's not Gettysburg. It was, I'm going to do it on Ginsburg.
0: Okay. Well, now it's understood. So,
1: and I'm very thick as the kids say, and she's a little, she's like a little, little baby bird, Ginsburg. How about that? (laughs) So we're going to do it very strongly and probably snuff her out and, uh, you know, have a great speech and a great Supreme court justice.
0: Are you worried about the, at the convention for the Democrats, the triple threat's going to be there. The Clintons, the Obamas and Bernie Sanders. Does that worry you at all?
1: Why would that worry me?
0: It's very strong. Very, very strong representation. A
1: failed failed president and two people who failed to become president. Why would I feel like, You don't get to just say, oh, here's three losers, and now I'm intimidated because three losers somehow make a winner. No. Well, Bill Clinton
0: was president. Obama was president. Bernie Sanders is no president. So you have two presidents, one no president.
1: Well, everybody knows that Hillary Clinton's the real Clinton now.
0: Oh. So she's the failure there. Bernie Sanders is the failure failure
1: there. Bernie Bernie Sanders is a crazy failure, and Obama is, uh, you know, we call him the... uh, the affirmative action president. That's fair. You know, he only got 40 million votes, but then they gave him an additional 30 million votes to become president. Well, Nobody's looking into that. They're not looking yeah, into that. Sh- we should that, start to look into that. That's what happened. They said, here's some extra votes. And, you know, it was a disgrace.
0: Mr. President, the last thing I want to ask you, we're going to, we're going to circle back to the reason we're doing this podcast today, the great anniversary celebration of Jeffrey Epstein. How are you going to be celebrating after the podcast?
1: Well, as we said, it's it's a tough one because it's you have so many good memories and he wouldn't want sadness, okay? He would want joy. He would want a party, okay? So what we're doing... Is after this podcast, we're immediately flying down to Florida where the age of consent is, of course, whatever I say it is. That's just between (laughs) me and you, but you know, it's you know, assuming
0: it's probably 18,
1: but okay, yeah, maybe
0: seven.
1: Let's just assume Florida is not on the up and up on their age of consent. Okay, I think it's in the statutes, it's uh. Grass on the field, I believe, is is what the Florida says is the official age. <laughs> no, but what we've done is we've collected uh, various young women and we've told them that we're having a a modeling sort of contest. So we're flying down there. They're already at at a mansion down in, in Palm Beach, Florida, and we're, they're going to parade around. And you know, nobody's going to do anything because it's sort of as a respectful sign to Epstein. If he was there, there'd be all sorts of things being done, but it's sort of the one night a year where you sort of say, you know, just, you know, because for some, for church people, they might have like a children's choir singing at their memorial service. And you say, that's very beautiful. It's the children and the great church songs. But Epstein was a Kushner, as you can probably tell from his name. So. That's not what he would, he would want young women performing simulated, by the way, simulated sex acts at his memorial party. So that's what we have. We have a series of 16 to 17 year old young women uh, who think they're there for modeling, but they're actually there just to perform simulated sex acts. So that combines all the things that he liked, young women lying and, you know, just
0: it's, it's, an, it's a night to celebrate his life and let him watch from the heavens of victims that he couldn't have.
1: No, no, not victims. Victims. No, that's the wrong word. Oh, no, okay. it's, it's, no, it's a genuinely beautiful thing. It's a celebration of...
0: 16-year-olds. You know, like some, some you could say
1: are 16. Okay. You know, some you might say are 14. You know, it's... it's
0: just a number right
1: it's all open to interpretation but the point is that nobody's doing anything out of respect for jeff epstein we're doing it as sort of a an act out it's a it's a sort of you know the way uh, when a filmmaker passes away you play a montage of of their greatest hits but you know because we destroyed all that evidence when bill Barr didn't murder him we don't have any to play a retrospective. So we have to do sort of a simulated like and these young live women, they, version.
0: It's a live, a version. live it's like version the Oscars. No, you play the montage. You can't play the montage. You have the, the live show.
1: Exactly. And we're not doing the full, the full, you know, there's going to be no penetration, but it's going to be a general pantomiming almost, almost like a lip sync of a Jeff Epstein party. Okay. So nobody gets hurt. Nobody has to actually do anything. You just sort of enjoy the spirit of it. And I think that's a fitting tribute. Uh, And then, you know, and then everybody goes home and it's totally legal and everybody's happy. And I think that's, that's how he would have wanted it. Because while he looks down on us from heaven with the angels, I wouldn't want him to think that we were having a party that he would want to be involved in. So as long as it's, it's all act out, it's all sort of pantomime, then he can feel like we're honoring him, but not, he's not left out of the party.
0: Well, the one that reminded him of the old times, he's looking down at these 14, 15, 16 year old girls as they look up at him.
1: But in a respectful way.
0: Of course, only a respectful way.
1: And that's, you know, I think you'd agree. It's sort of a beautiful celebration. I think that's the only way to celebrate it. Because, you know, if all of a sudden we have a bunch of young women and all of a sudden it turns into one of these old school Jeff Epstein raging parties that everybody knows about, he'd probably be up in heaven jealous. And that's no way to treat heaven. So... (laughs) We don't want to give him anything to be jealous about. So it's more like a, just a respectful tribute, you know?
0: Well, Mr. President, I don't want to keep you waiting from your, your, your tribute, But I do want to thank the listeners for uh, tuning in and downloading. Just want to remind them, August 31st, Monday, we have the live recording at the Stress Factory, stressfactory.com for tickets. Keep the ratings and reviews coming in. We appreciate that. And sorry again for putting two episodes up this week. Check out betonline.ag, our Patreon, patreon patreon.com. Uh, slash MPGA and for our Perfect Ten Patreon Patriots write it down. We are doing the live episode on the twentieth. That's Thursday night, eight p.m. Eastern Standard Time. A Q&A, so um, special bonus episode for Perfect Ten level. And follow us on social media at TrumpPod at JL Carvin and at jnog If you are in the New York City area this Saturday. Come down to the Bel Air Diner, Saturday, 8 p.m., Diner MYC for an awesome stand-up comedy show, social distance outside outdoor seating, or you can be in your cars. And that's it for me. Mr. President, any parting words?
1: Well, I'm just still, uh, you know, you got me upset now talking about the great Jeff Epstein. So I hope he rests in power and I hope he knows that our party is totally respectful and, by the way, totally legal. Um so hey guys it's jl thank you for listening this was a weird one we went all over the place but uh, hopefully you enjoyed it and didn't get too creeped out but you had to know if you're a listener of this show that the jeff epstein memorial episode was going to be one for the ages um (laughs) but thank you for listening keep up those reviews please spread the word to friends and the only thing i have to plug right now since jay's already plugged the uh stress factory show is Um, Just subscribe to my two channels on YouTube, youtube.com slash Trump the Internet, which has a Trump Bible study series uh, this week. Every day there will be a new Trump Bible study episode. First one was Book of Genesis talking about the covenant when Abraham was told to circumcise his son. So you can imagine the joy that Trump took in that one. Trust me, this is some of the funniest content I've put out. And obviously my regular channel is always getting updated too. youtube.com slash jlcauvin I have another podcast if you want to know what I think when I'm not talking like Donald Trump called Righteous PK, uh, new episodes every Tuesday. But other than that, thank you for your support for the show. Keep supporting it. Keep sharing it with people people um you know people seem to be enjoying it which is a beautiful thing so more reviews more listeners if you've got a couple bucks to spare you won't be disappointed in the patreon content whatever level you pick so thank you once again have a great and healthy week stay safe stay healthy and uh, god help us all